Hello, hello everyone and welcome to the NARSA weekly update for the week commencing Monday the 10th of January 2022. It's Gary here again and I hope that everyone has had a great week or as great as you possibly could have during this absolutely boring <laughs> winter break. Thankfully, we only have one more weekend to go before we get back into competitive action on Tuesday the 18th and I'm really, really looking forward to that and getting our bid back on for title number 56. And speaking of 56, this is our 56th weekly update podcast, folks. Yep, last week we made a wee bit of a, sl- a splash about it being our 55th episode and in doing so tipped our Rangers Tammy to the significance of the number 55 in our club's great and illustrious history. This week I'll mention the number of the show just one last time and you won't hear it again until our 100th show, if we even make it that far. So 56, of course, is of significance to us Blue Noses as we really really, really want to defend our title that we won so emphatically last season to prove that our team are indeed the best team in the land. And it gets us another title closer to 10 in a row, of course, as well, which is the Holy Grail. And maybe that one is a wee bit further out in the future, of course, but you can always dream. Uh, The way that Giovanni has settled in and has the team set up and the performances and results that he's getting, you just never know how it's going to all go. So anyway, that's it for 56. We want to start January positively and get the two solid results that will make our bid for 56 more of a reality and build on the six-point cushion that we have in place right now, of course, the first two league games being away to Aberdeen and away to the east end of Glasgow mob as well. So on to the game segment for this week. Of course, we don't have any games to talk about per se, but the Scottish football authorities did apparently get in touch with all clubs last week to inform them to prepare for the restart of of competitive football and also, interestingly enough, to prepare for having fans back in the stadiums as well. So now I'm not 100% sure if it was just a message of get prepped and we'll see how things shake out over the next couple of weeks or if it was more of a uh, more prescriptive to say, you know, we'll, we'll move heaven and earth to get fans back in entirety by the time we restart so get yourselves organised for that as that is the target I'm not entirely sure the the first priority for me and for most of us I would imagine is to get competitive football back on our screens and the second priority would be of course to have fans in the various stadia to add to the excitement and the atmosphere it does seem to be changing on a daily basis so I guess we'll We'll just keep prepping and see what the the week of the 18th brings for our team. As I understand it, there is a meeting tomorrow with the footballing authorities and I'm assuming also involving the government and and the police and things like that as well. And that's on Tuesday, so Tuesday the 11th. To, to go over the return to game protocols after which I'm assuming we'll know some more. I don't know if the announcement is going to come tomorrow to help people prepare for what's going to happen because obviously we, if we're going to be allowed to go to Pataudry, that, that, that involves a wee bit of travel logistics for the Bears back home. So more than likely by the time you listen to this podcast, you'll already know what was announced and, and what's actually going to be happening. And then we'll see what that looks like. I'm still not 100% convinced it's going to work out in, in the way that we would all like it to work out and the fans are automatically allowed back in en masse but you never know um, well, I guess we'll, we'll just see but in lieu 
of any game is just another be reminder of the points per game tally just in the off chance that becomes something that we need to be cognizant of as we walk as we walk forward into the remainder of the season and as it stands right now as it has been for the last couple of weeks we are on 2.55 points per game and our closest rivals are on 2.25 points per game for RTV just another quick reminder and um, now that we we know a little bit more about Omicron and how it's spreading like wildfire across our continent here over in North America, for any clubs, supporters clubs out there, please don't hesitate to get in touch with Alan McWatt or myself to organise individual vouchers well in advance of the Aberdeen game on the 18th, please, if your club is indeed been, has been affected by... The, the, the latest outbreak and restrictions that that's brought with it. For shout-outs this week, I'd like to extend a very happy birthday, a very happy 85th birthday to Rangers legend, none other than Davey Wilson. He's actually just a wee bit older than my dad, Ronnie, who will be 85 at the end of May. And I know uh, Davey had to step away from his regular function duties and attendance at Ibrox last year due to ill health. We talked about that in one of the previous pods. But the photos that I saw from his family party this evening certainly showed that he was having a right good time and very deservedly so. So very happy birthday, Davey. I hope you had a great day and I hope you got spoiled rotten by your family. I'm fairly sure you will have. For our convention update for this week, I'm, I'm going to start each convention update each week now with what my countdown app says. And I can confirm that it is 142 days from today until the first official event of the 2022 convention. I tell you what, it's going to, before we know it, it's going to be double figures. It really is. And then it's going to be single figures and my voice is going to get a wee bit more trembly and nervous as we get closer and closer but as far as the updates go, the actual material updates, very similar to the last wee while. The two excursions are still for sale. The June 2nd VIP party boat and the best day ever tour. And for other events that I've, I've talked about recently, particularly the golf and the football, we're, we're pretty much ready to get going on getting those out there for sale. But what I think we're going to do is likely just hold off for another wee while longer. Hold off on, on getting them out there just to see what happens with this stupid Omicron variant. Interestingly, I, I had the National Football League, the NFL American football game on last night that, that was being hosted in Las Vegas and the stadium was absolutely packed and, and every time the, the, the camera provided a blimp's eye of, of the Vegas Strip, you know, on, on commercial breaks or whatever it was, it was just as busy as it normally is. And in a regular and ongoing dialogue with the hotel, the vibe from everyone that we speak to in Las Vegas is we are 100% open for business and we have absolutely no intentions of shutting down again. And that's very, very heartening for us, you know, but... You know, a, a wee bit of, of logistical prudency is not a bad thing at this stage of the year for us. But I don't want anyone to read anything into that other than what I'm literally describing here. If we can if we can safely host a convention in June that people can get to safely and get away from safely, then we absolutely 100% will. It's as simple as that. So for now, it is all systems go. And of course, we'll, we'll provide updates each week at this particular part of the show. But we're just going to hold off for another week or, or so. Plenty of communication notifications will be will be given when we get ready to get going on, on the, the sales of those just to kind of make sure that you get you know you get ample notifications so that you don't miss out if you're looking to play golf or football or both. Just a wee reminder about the magazine adverts. They are open to all NARSA clubs and, and uh, everyone else now actually to 
to see if we can fill up the convention magazine. So if you have a business or a supporters club or any other organisation that you'd like to be promoted in the magazine that's going to be on the laps of about 2,500 bears in Las Vegas in June, then please do get in touch and we can get you what you need. On the 2023 convention, we are, are just about to send the comments back to the prospective hotel with some minor tweaks and amendments to the existing contract layout and flow that we have. And then we, hopefully, all being well, we'd be in good shape to progress that and get it signed maybe hopefully sometime later this month if we can. And then we can get on with some um, some logistics around that as well. Another regular plug for our convention, Frequently Asked Questions document that I mention every single week. If you go to the NARSA website and to the convention page, the Frequently Asked Questions are there and everything that you should want to know about the convention should be there. I suspect if not, you can get in touch with me directly and I'll answer any questions to the best of my ability. On another business segment uh, from from some admin from your NARSA executive, we will be discussing and confirming the date for our winter or spring maybe general meeting, which we're obviously mandated to have as per our constitution. And we were hoping it was going to coincide with the Hearts game at the beginning of February. That was originally slated to be a Saturday, but that game has now moved to the Sunday and the kickoff time is slightly later. So that likely won't work so great logistically for the membership. We might push it out a wee bit further to see if we can get any further handle on the COVID variant spread and things like that, and, you know, just so that we can have a more informed discussion in and around that. But as I say, we'll provide a wee bit more of an update once we've had a chance to fully discuss as an executive. We have a meeting scheduled for the 25th and we'll get an opportunity to, to figure out what that looks like then. And we will certainly let everyone know we, we would like to try and get as many clubs as possible as we can to to participate in these, of course. On the communications front for this week, one significant step for the club was indeed the, the sale of Nathan Patterson to Everton for a club record fee last week. And as I'd mentioned last week, if the move had went through, it wasn't, it wasn't guaranteed or solidified at that particular time. It was of particular significance to our club over our club's overall operating model in terms of the the player trading that we have been uh, mooting for quite some time. We did indeed indeed get significant monies immediately in the door for a player who has started twelve games for the club and played twenty five games overall. And in fact, uh, Giovanni did an interview. That I'm not going to chronicle the interview uh, tonight, but he did an interview with that with a newspaper back home in Holland his back home of course not mine and had said you know let's get this straight he was he was a, a you know a, a backup player for the squad so you know I sanctioned the sale and it's a good it's a good it's a good trade for the club so as I, as I said you know 25 games overall for the club to get the money that we got for him you know they're paying for potential of course it's, it's just incredible business by the club and I couldn't be happier on a whole bunch of fronts most of which I did describe last week so if you missed that go take a wee listen to that and you'll see what I'm talking about but the main thing I wanted to talk about this week was the way that Nathan Patterson left everything about it was just Rangers class through and through he put a post on his social media accounts when when he exited you know with with Rangers grace and poise and, and on that article he said it's hard to put into words what Rangers Football Club means to me but I'll try 
The day I made my debut was the best day of my life. The day we won number 55 will live with me forever. It took a lot of hard work and dedication to make it this far and I hope every Rangers supporter knows I gave absolutely everything for the club for the past 13 years. I am one of you, a fan, who was lucky enough to play for the club they love. Thank you to my family for the sacrifices you made for me. Thank you to Stephen Gerrard, Steve Clark, and all of the coaches for having faith in me and helping me realise my ambition for club and country. Thank you to every coach from under eights onwards who gave me their help and guidance along the way. And thank you to my agent, Grant Smith, who has believed in me and supported me from day one. I will always support this great club and I wish Gio, his coaches, and my friends, the players, all the best in the season, this season and beyond. I will be back in future with the supporters in the stands cheering on the team. I arrived here as a boy with a dream. I leave as a man with the most amazing memories. Thank you for everything. Nathan. P.S. We are the people. What about that? I'll put a link to it. If you're on social media, you can access it. I'll put a link to his Twitter feed where he says that. And, and it was published by the club as well. Just as I say... Uh, the, the way <clears throat> that's the way to leave a club with dignity and respect you know imagine just for a second our previous manager had one ounce of the class that Nathan displayed maybe I would be a wee bit less disappointed in him for his utter arrogance and lack of giving a stuff about what the club actually did for him in his managerial career anywho well done Nathan I, I sincerely hope you continue your career and go on to become the top star that we all hope and think you can and of course you know as you say you're going to be back and you will be more than welcome back at any time great business for the club very very well handled by Nathan himself and, and the club communication so congratulations and thank you again for, for doing it right this time in other player news we have yet another American full international player on our books with an 18 month loan signing of James Sands James joins us from New York City FC having played in their run to victory in the MLS MLS Cup last season and he said on the Rangers website I'm very excited to be joining Rangers Football Club it's an incredible opportunity for me to join a club with such a winning history and worldwide fan base additionally I'm looking forward to joining an ambitious and talented group of players and coaches I am certain that Rangers will progress me as both a player and as a person I would also like to thank NYCFC for their role they have played in my development so far I have I have and continue to receive amazing support from everyone involved with the club. I've seen a couple of bits and pieces of, of him online, seeing you know seeing him introduced to the players as well. It seems like a very articulate young man, 21 years old, and, and it's just great for NARSA clubs to be able to see someone from our shores excel in the game and then pull on the famous light blue jersey as well. And, and James certainly does seem to have all the attributes that we need in terms of the attitude, skill and commitment. So I'm really, really looking forward to seeing his journey progress with Rangers and hopefully that has a little bit of of impetus for, for North American clubs and fans to get a wee bit more involved as well and, and maybe even gain some new fans as well. So congratulations to James and really looking forward to seeing how you do with us as we progress. In club news, Rangers Soccer Academy International announced a partnership with Clamacus. I hope I said that right. Clamacus. Clacamus. Clacamus. Let's do that. Clacamas United from Oregon in the United States. That's easy for you to see, guys. And the article on the on the website says the partnership will see Rangers coaches support the players and staff at 
Clackamas United by travelling to the USA to deliver sessions, while the community-based soccer club will also benefit from Superb Rangers Online Academy to help develop their coaching staff and players. Teams from Clackamas United will also have the opportunity to travel to Scotland on tours as part of the partnership. The agreement is the latest to be added to the growing portfolio of partnerships with international clubs and will also have commercial benefits for Rangers Football Club. So more international expansion on our shores for for Gary Gibson, Ian Greer and, and the team at the Soccer Academy, which is always great news to hear overall. And we are in uh, cursory discussions with, with Gary Gibson and his team about trying to also incorporate a Soccer Academy event at Las Vegas 2022 as well. I really hope that we can do that as that's part of my own personal desired vision for our events in the future to be able to incorporate as much club involvement and support as we possibly can and showcasing all the great work that the club is doing on a variety of fronts. We'll see if we can actually make that happen for Vegas 2022 but it's certainly part of our planning conversations right now in fact so I'll put a link to the, the blurb of that article for this week's accompanying email as well and finally for this week friends of Narsa St Phoenix are launching their new EP Happy Place this coming Friday that's January the 14th and have asked for all Rangers fans help in making this launch a success you can pre-order by following the link from their tweet last week, which I will put in the link for tonight's pod. And you you may remember that we had Stevie Dukes from St. Phoenix on the show last year for uh, to, to, to basically talk all things music and their undying love for Rangers. And it really is undying love for Rangers. If you can support the band, they'd more than appreciate it, I'm sure. I've already pre-ordered my copy last year late I think it was around about early December time I think and can't wait for it to, to come out and I think all the cool kids say I can't wait for it to drop so let's maybe use that as well and here's a wee tidbit for the reach and power of music a couple of weeks ago Leo my son came home from snowboarding out at Sunshine Village in Banff National Park and, and that's a ski resort that's in the Rocky Mountains and he says, oh, Dad, your favourite song was on in the lodge when we went in for lunch today. And I asked him what song it was he was talking about. He says, Happy Place by St. Phoenix. So just incredible to have them blasting over the airways, uh, literally at the top of a mountain in Alberta, Canada. I just love that stuff. The reach of, of music out there is great. Anyway, if you can, support Stevie and Al and, and uh, pre-order your copy of the EP for... Uh, this week, please do so. And as I, as I mentioned, I, I will put the, the link in the blurb to make it a wee bit easier for you to do that as well. And and hopefully I wish you all, well, actually I wish the guys all the success and I'm sure it's going to be a, a success when it comes out as well. Okay, folks, that will do it for this week. Another little bit of a shorter one, which is, of course, again, testimony to the, the time uh, of the year and time of the season that we find ourselves in but as always thank you very very much for taking the time to listen and please do share it with whomever you think might enjoy it and until next week please do take care all the very best all the very best and here's to getting more and more excited about the return of our team on the 18th come on rangers take care folks cheerio